know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys, quick question What happens if They not hurting you? What happens if you're the one that's taking the knife Out their hand and stabbing yourself in the back? And it's crazy because I was just having a conversation with somebody and she triggered a thought. And I'm like, man, like, I just remember. Anytime somebody comes to me for advice, it always takes me back to a moment that I was in identical to them. And she was saying, like, she deserved better. That phrase, I deserve better, it's a quote now. It's it's a cute saying now. Saying you deserve better, it sounds good to you. But it don't mean absolutely nothing if you're not acting on you deserve better. It don't mean absolutely nothing if you're not actually moving on you deserve better. If you're not actually going to God and asking God, like, show me I deserve better. I spent years of my life saying I deserve better. But deep in my heart, I didn't know what better was. Deep in my heart, I never seen better. Deep in my heart, I knew I didn't think I deserved better. Because I tolerated what was in front of me. So it's easy to say, I deserve better. But do you really think you deserve better? Because if you truly thought you deserve better, there's no way you would keep taking that knife out that man's hands and keep stabbing yourself and torturing yourself and keep recycling that same pain if you really felt like you deserve better. I'm sorry if this is about to cut somebody, but I was just ta- I was just thinking like, dang, like when I talk with women, it just always takes me back to myself. Like, man, like I just remember being in that thought process. I remember just didn't think I deserve better. Like, like, wow. And it's just like so crazy. Like you had to get to the point where you take accountability. I think that's so huge and healing is taking accountability and looking, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like, I allowed this. I put myself through this. I kept going back to this person after they showed me who they are. And I was just telling the girl, like, a lot of times we're afraid to just sit in that pain and feel it. So we would run back to what broke us. We would run back just to feel that temporary. I remember, I remember when I used to get my heart broken and I knew I needed to move on. I knew I deserved better. Well, I thought I deserved better. But if that person hit me up, I run back so quickly just to feel that temporary love feeling that I thought was love that was actually wasn't love. Just was a lustful, temporary feeling running through my body. Just to feel that feeling again, even if it was for 10 minutes, I was willing to risk the progress that I already completed just to feel that temporary feeling for that hot moment. And that temporary moment, it caused me more pain than I started off with. When you keep running back to what broke you, you make it 10 times harder to walk away. You make it 10 times harder to be released from that thing. It's like a dog going back and eating his throw up and that's in the bible i don't know if it's a pig it's a dog it say that it's it's foolish like a dog going back eating its own vomit it's going back to something that 
made you sick. Like that person had you up at night crying, not wanting to be here. And like a lot of times, but I love them. Like I always people did stop saying, but I love them. Love is not enough. Stop calling that love when you're crying more than you're smiling. You have to get to the point where you take accountability. If you in that headspace where you just crying to your friends, venting like, oh my God, he hurt me. He destroyed me. Like sis, that's dead now at the point that's dead. You have to get to the point where it's like all that venting and crying to your friends. You get to the point like, I got to get it together. I owe it myself. Like owe it to yourself that you deserve to be treated right. And stop saying you deserve better when you don't believe that. And I, I it spent, I spent, I'm sorry, I spent years, I spent like months and years asking God to teach me what I deserve. And it's like, not when I, I want to say I met someone or I know someone and the way they view me and the way they just don't lust over me. And it's just like, wait, what is this? Like, where did this come from? Like, I, I can have that? Like, I can have that? Like, it's, it's mind blowing to know that. I know someone like really close to me that sees me for me internally. Like a lot of men see women for their outer beauty of how they dress, how they wear. But when you have somebody that see you naked, I'm not saying I'm dating nobody, but I just know someone who just thinks the world of me. And it's just like, and it's just like, wow, I just you actually deserve that. Like that shouldn't be surprising that a man view you that way. That shouldn't be shocking that a man can respect you to that like that level like that shouldn't be shocking and sometimes when we encounter people like that we reject people like that but it's just like you have to stop playing games like it's old like me it was it got old to me I got tired of myself I got tired of seeing like asking myself like why I'm not good enough like can't nobody ever put me in a position ever again where I question myself why I'm not good enough. There's absolutely no way. You have to get to the point in life where you stop asking yourself like why I'm not good enough. Like I remember when I used to just say those words, it used to hurt my soul. I used to always ask myself why I'm not good enough. What do you mean why you're not good enough, sis? Don't ever in your life ask that question again because you're more than enough. Like when I was reading that message, like it 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 gets me passionate because it's like I know that I I've been you I've been you for like, like half my life like I've been in those shoes before where I thought that I was so in love that I would just keep going through this situation over and over and again and do y'all know forget relationship side if you keep playing yourself you playing your whole entire future you not even forget playing yourself with a man you playing yourself you have to get to the point where you know, listen. If I was to say stagnant in relationship-wise or just chasing after a man who didn't respect me or who didn't truly like me for real or whatever you want to call it, because they don't. If a person mis- keep mistreating you, they can't like you. There's no way they like they genuinely like you or love you if they keep playing with you. You plan your you plan your entire life by keep playing with that. Like you plan yourself. Your future is on the line. Like, your dreams, your purpose is on the line. So, you're telling me that you're willing to stay in a relationship that don't serve you no purpose over your future, over your dreams? Let me tell you something. Like, the past, I think it was like January, it's a Bible verse. I don't know the full story on it, but I just kept seeing it. I just kept hearing about it. And it's like somebody named Job's wife in the Bible. And she just kept looking back in the past. So, 
it says something like she turned pillar to salt. It was like this pillar statue went to salt because she kept looking back. Pretty much AKA, she had this pretty statue in front of her, but she kept looking back at it. And eventually it turned to salt. Eventually it crumbled down because she kept looking over her shoulder. She kept looking back in the past and she destroyed what was beautiful because she kept looking back. You can't keep looking back. Like God, let me tell you something. This what drew the line that that made me like seal the deal, like mentally, because it, it's easy to walk away from somebody. One thing life taught me is, I remember when I stopped talking to the guy from like 2019. Um, truthfully, it took me. I walked away in 2019, but it took me a whole year after 2019 to walk away mentally. It took me a year to walk away in my head. My feet walked away. My phone number changed. I changed what I was wearing. But it took a year after I walked away to actually walk away completely in my head. And I say in my head where he don't cross my mind, where I don't have to check his page, where I don't care too, where I don't care anymore. Like not in a bad way, but I just don't care or had the desires or the itch in my body is not no longer in there no more. It's easy to walk away with your feet, but have your mind caught up with your feet. Or caught up with your heart. You have to literally ask yourself that question. But I remember in January. And I remember in January. I just kept going on his page. And I remember I kept feeling that torture feeling in my heart. Like I kept feeling that. It was a cringe feeling. Like, like I was literally taking dabs at my heart. Like geez, why would you keep going on a man page. Who that man showed you clear as day. Made it clear that he don't respect you. And it's a year later. Like why are you still doing this? And God was like Shanice. You make a choice. You continuously look back or everything I have planned for you with your name on it, I will cancel it out. If you keep looking back, I will cancel everything that I have planned for you. Do you want your dreams, your future, and your blessings? Or do you want a man who don't respect you? When God hit me with that, I promised my right hand to God. Like, all that stuff in January, it died. Like, the lurking, like, everything, like... I was like, okay, God, like you, I, I got so convicted and I was like, dang, okay. And the thought of me not obtaining the things I'm doing now and over that, not saying he's a bad person, but that wasn't for me clear as day. But I couldn't choose my past over what was ahead of me because I would have missed out. And the whole entire time I'm healing and God got somebody right in my face. <laughs> like, God has somebody that's going to admire you, like, who's going to treasure you. Like, you just have to know, like, forget thinking about dating. Like, man, like, I don't understand people say they date, like, and heal at the same time. That's not hard. <laughs> I don't know. I think you can date, uh, like we were saying, dating comes with level. I mean, I'm sorry. Healing, it comes with different levels. So once you're at a certain point of your healing stage because you never really fully heal then I do I do think it's okay today I do think it's perfectly fine today once you get to that certain point of healing but if you're freshly with wounds and you're easily triggered and you still thinking about that person you still have certain music that if you see that person you annoy if you even read a, that person name and you're triggered you don't need to be dating your spirit in that womb is too sensitive for you to be out there dating. But I just wanted to just someone take it, take accountability. Look yourself in the mirror and admit that you allow yourself to go through that. And after you admit that, promise yourself that you would never ever 
allow a man to treat you that way again, to belittle that way again. Once you get to the point of that, I promise you, that will help you grow confidence within. Because it's a lack of confidence in, in you that you keep settling. I realized I lacked confidence my whole entire life. And that played a huge part in why I allowed men to treat me that way. Because I didn't think I deserved better. I didn't think that I can be worthy of someone actually loving me. It was a lack of confidence. It was a lack of what I grew up around and seeing. It was a lack of a lot of stuff within. It wasn't them. It was something within me that caught, that kept allowing me to just accept that. And you had to get to the point where you say, I'm no longer the victim. My pastor always say this. Stop calling yourself the victim when you volunteer. Boom. But no, I love you. And I really, really appreciate y'all. And I just been super thankful for life lately. Like, I just, I just be looking at my videos on like Facebook, all the stuff that I've been doing. And I just been like super, super humble because it's like, I wish I can just say, Hey, I'm out here doing my thing. It's like, man, God out here doing his thing with me. Like, it's not me. Like, I promise you, like, I'll be, I'll be practicing and be so rusty. And the moment I get on that stage and it's just like, God, God put the car on cruise control. He just take over. And I'm just so humble and thankful for like what God is doing. Like my obedience of just letting go of my past, it just opened so many doors for me. It just blessed me so much. And I thought like when you heal and move on, it was just for that one benefit, just to move on and just go on with life. But not knowing you moving on from a bad like past, it's actually connected to like so much. Like it's bigger than you just letting an individual go. Is you actually been introduced to a version of yourself that you didn't know that actually exists. And I hope and pray that you get to meet that person because God would love to help you and build you. But you have to just ask God to guide you through that process and you have to be willing to sit in that pain. But I do have to go study and finish watching this little Tyler Perry movie. I'm watching that movie. What's the one? I forgot what it's called. Something about the family that pray. And homegirl talking to her husband kind of wrong. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I was about to go right on homegirl Instagram and tell her about herself. But I'm not. But no, um, I plan. But let me say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I just say thank you for this day. I just say thank you for who's listening, Lord. I just pray that you just give her the strength to feel confident again. To feel like she's worthy again. To feel like she actually deserved better. Show her that she deserved better, Lord. Place it in her heart where she believed that she deserves so much better than what she's settling, Lord. The night that she keeps taking out his hand and putting it in her own heart, in her own back, God, I just pray that she allow you to take that knife, and Lord, and she don't go back and look for it. I pray that she begin to learn her self-worth. I pray that she begin to learn her value. I pray that she learn how to believe in herself again, that she find and believe in herself and trust the process, Lord. And I just pray that any suicide thoughts, any thoughts that's in her mind that's negative, any heavy burdens, Lord, anything that's weighing her down, Lord, that's making her doubt herself, Lord, I just ask you remove it, Lord. Any soul ties that's attached to her, attached to her name, attached to her, her bloodline, Lord, I just pray that you just remove it, God. And I just pray that you continue to bless her and cover her family. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.